man, the day's uh what's the day? July 5th. I gotta give dates, man. I got I don't know when they drop. I gotta give dates, man. This is your man Julius right here. May man P. I'm here with our special guest Riggins from last week, man. Uh, barbershop mentality. Um, this is our basement version of We Might Be Right. Uh very, very, very ex I, I didn't think the things that transpired the last few days were going to happen. I thought I was just gonna come up in here. Talk about a little NFC West, get in, get out. But uh, uh, college football has just, you know, shook the room right now. And a lot of old heads don't like it, and a lot of young cats are excited. So I know everybody's good. Everybody had a good Fourth of July. Everybody had a good vacation. Man, we don't celebrate that shit. Sorry, we Riggins. don't. We do not celebrate Fourth <laughs> of July anymore. But we we we, we digress. We digress. You ain't gotta I apologize to me. I got my day off. <laughs> hey, it's a day. It's a day off for me. I, I, hey, it's a day off. Um, college football got shaken to its core. USC, and I've said a lot of unflattering things about Lincoln Riley being a fraud, and you know, I, I'm I'm going to address that in a second. USC and UCLA put their big boy pants up and sit, and, and went went on over to the Midwest. Knocked on the door of the Big Ten to say, "Yo, we here. Where's our room? Like, like, what are we doing?" Um, I did not see this coming at all. I thought maybe the Big Ten, I mean, the Big Twelve and the Pac Ten may have had something going on, but I didn't know those mugs was gonna just go all the way to the Midwest with it. Um, I don't. I, I understand why. Because, you know, the SEC is about, you know, with 20, 2023, 2024, it, it gets dark. Um, who want to go first? Who, who want to give me their thoughts on, on this? Uh, what do you think about USC, UCLA going to the Big Ten? And where do you think college football is going? Who want to go first? I'll jump in. because said, P you know, said he was ready, so go ahead and rock with it. Man, so um, it's, a, it's a lot going on, obviously. Things like this mm -hmm. don't happen without a lot of things going on. First off, uh, I hate to say this, Julius Rock, but your beloved ACC is oh, it's over. out of the picture. It's over. It's, <laughs> it's over. out of the picture. It's it's unless over. they want to make some big boy moves. You know, the ACC has all their, their rights. Uh, basically, they locked everyone in until 2036. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my ever, entire life. Like, the ACC tried to prevent this years ago by locking everyone into 2036. Hey, money makes things change rapidly, right? Um, before we move to, you know, some of the more, I guess you, you say blatant reasons for why this is happening, let me just air out the, the blatant dropping of the ball by the Pac-12 and the Big yes. 12's commissioners. Yes, yes. Pac-12 and the Big 12, y'all are the reason this is happening. Yes. Um, y'all were playing defense when COVID hit and everybody was trying to switch shit up to have a season. And y'all were like, well, let's just form this alliance. That way one conference doesn't steal another conference's team and we don't lose games or we don't lose teams because some commissioners wanted to play ball during COVID because they said, hey, money the money we can't leave the money on the table some commissioners like we got to be safe um so the pac 12 big 12 you can only blame yourself 
Uh, rumor has it that USC UCLA sparked the sudden urge for either Arizona State and the University of Arizona to join the Big 12. There's also rumors that the Pac-12 and the Big 12 might have to merge in order to just survive. Um, either way you look at it, the SEC and the Big, the Big 10 see themselves as the two biggest conferences in college football, and they want to form a power two. So um, let, let me say this. I, I, I read that they said um, UCLA was 62 million in a hole. Yeah, UCLA had massive debt. UCLA had massive debt. And, and, and so that's stemming from COVID? From, from, so, that's okay. stemming from California's restrictions on their ability to move around and play okay, games, okay, okay. cancel games. You also okay. remember they had their bowl game canceled the day of. Like the kids was, the kids was in the parking lot. Like, hey, we can play. I don't know what they're talking about. We can play. So, yeah, California really, really hamstrung their their schools. Yes. And the Pac-12 in general, if you think about it. USC is the big money maker for the Pac-12, and California's restrictions uh, inhibited their ability to make money over the course of the last two years. So, okay. So, I guess my question, okay. I get it, um, but why go to the Big Ten? I mean, no, no, I, my fault. I get it because if I'm a if I'm a USC, right? I look at what makes me more money: uh, playing Oklahoma State or playing Michigan. Because we all know when when preseason rankings come out, it's going to be a little fugazi. I'll give you an example, and you guys can hold me to the fire. I promise you Auburn and Florida will be ranked. And they were ass last year. Both of them, Auburn and Florida, were ass last year. Multiple transfers. Uh, Mid-recruiting classes, they're going to be in the 20s or maybe the 18s. And that's what's going to happen. A lot of these Big Ten schools are going to be ranked and, you know, that's how your strength of schedule is focused. Because it's a lot of janky SEC teams that get ranked, stay ranked the whole damn year. And they're like, oh, we beat the, we beat uh, Ole Miss, who was 20th, who was 20, even though they were ranked that one time. So I, I, I get it. Um, the Pac-10 has not done a, has not been in the playoffs since 2015. And they was not getting, and, 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 you know, I, 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 USC had a chance. But there was a slim chance if USC slipped the one time they would have got iced out. And I think that they'd rather get all their money up, especially if they're going to have Big Ten championships streamed on Apple at SoCon Ram Stadium in L.A. That's a lot of money. So I really, I personally don't see this as a football. It's, it's a football move, but I get it. Uh, but well, it can be both at the same time, and I will. USC I will, not win the Big Ten though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say it. What USC is, not win the Big Ten. What are some of the purest football matchups in college football that people wait for on a yearly basis? Right, like just old time football play. You got Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan is one of the big ones, right? A Penn, um, Penn State, a Penn. You got those sprinkler Penn State in there. 
Yeah, you got, you know, um, any of those whiteout games in the Big Ten, people go fucking nuts. You got um, Army, Navy, which I don't understand, but sure, go for Army, Navy. Iron Bowl. And it's so Auburn and and Alabama is a big match. Florida, Florida State of Miami. Yeah. Florida, Georgia. Florida, Georgia. Maybe Florida, Miami, Georgia. Notre Dame. And here's the one that's going to make a lot of sense. USC, Notre Dame. People love watching USC yes. and Notre Dame. Right now, Notre Dame don't have no home. Right now, For Notre right, Dame you know, is I'm contractually glad. obligated to go to the ACC if they did decide to join a conference. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad Notre Dame's you, going to I'm, the Big Ten. All right, I'm glad you threw it out there. Okay, I've been listen. I'm a, I am an ACC guy by default, but I'm a realist, right? I saw the vibes because you got to remember in 2011. Remember when um, Missouri and AM went to the SEC? Mm-hmm. SEC slid in Clemson DMs, Florida State DMs, VTech DMs, Miami DMs to say, yo, what are we doing? Let's come on, come on, come, come on, come, 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 get in the car, right? Get in the car right now. And that didn't happen because what did happen was. Um, Louisville came and Pitt came, right? And from Syracuse, a, Syracuse, and um, Syracuse, I who else came? They came from the Big East to the ACC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Syracuse, Syracuse came. Yeah, so those guys came into the ACC. So the ACC didn't have to shake the room, but 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 DMs were exchanged. Um, I if I'm the ACC. Right. I am in I'm in Notre Dame's back. I, I, I flew up to Notre Dame. I purchased a small apartment and I ain't or, or, or I've got a hotel for the week <laughs> month and I ain't leaving until you fuck come with me. <laughs> and that, remember when Mark Cuban went up in DeAndre uh, Jordan House, locked the door. So you ain't nobody going nowhere. Or, or, or was that, uh, that nah, was, it was Chris Paul and them came in. Chris Paul came in there, locked the door, <laughs> saying nobody going nowhere. That's what the ACC has to do. That's the only way for the ACC to survive. If you get Notre Dame, you then you can go maybe poach a West Virginia, maybe go holler at a Cincinnati, Central Florida. Then maybe you got an opportunity to keep the lights on. Man, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and them sat in DeAndre Jordan's house in Dallas. And made him come back to the Clippers. And that very next season, DeAndre Jordan left. So, um, yeah, it's, it's if you look at it from a, a business perspective, um, the Big Ten has the bigger TV rights, right? Um, I think they said the Big Ten and the SEC about to split down like a hundred million a piece uh, in the in the coming years for these these TV rights. And um, I know. Streaming services are really huge. So like Amazon Prime, I absolutely hate football on Amazon Prime, by the way. I absolutely hate football on Twitter. Um, And I don't know if y'all use Apple TV or use any of the Apple TV services. It's not really that great. I don't know what it'll look like. But um, I know once, once, you know, it's California. Apple's in California. All the big people that work in do tech in California, they saw the vibes and they're like, hey, we can we can get the rights to this and stream this on Apple TV. Sure, maybe it'll look good. Maybe the numbers will look good. I just don't know how well they're going to do actual live TV. It, it's not that great. But 
Notre Dame it has its, all its best matchups in the Big Ten. Like, sorry, ACC, y'all don't have nothing for Notre Dame. We don't want to see – we don't want to see – I mean, I guess we'd want to see Notre Dame-Clemson. We might want to see Notre Dame-North Carolina. We, Notre Dame-Miami. My, if in the current state of college football right now, in the current state of college football right now, the only program in the ACC that's going to shake the table is Clemson, right? Miami, Miami up next. My, 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 you seen Miami recruiting class last? I have seen Miami? Miami's recruiting class. I have to see Miami's performance on the field. That's fair. Yeah, because as a Carolina guy, we've had several solid recruit classes and uh, yeah, six and seven last year. Okay, let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you both this, okay? All right. Let's say Notre Dame goes to the Big Ten, right? The SEC is knocking on that door. Now, I'm going to take this a step, a little step further now, and I've been thinking about this all weekend long. Clemson is, get, Clemson is getting in that car, right? Because I'm pretty sure Clemson is looking, at, looking around shit like, I don't know, right? Because ACC is going to turn into the Pac-10. Point blank period. And, and, and they, the ACC is not looking to do business with the Big 12 like that. It just doesn't make sense with the SEC right there. Um. I think the SEC will pull these teams off the gate. They will pull Clemson. They will pull Miami. They will pull Florida State. And they will pull North Carolina, right? And the reason I'm saying North Carolina is because I think the SEC wants to jazz up the basketball. I think they want North Carolina versus Tennessee, North Carolina versus Florida, and then once once North Carolina leaves, everybody else is like, well, I'm getting the – well, I, I promise you they will take Duke, Duke – they will strong-arm Duke. They will strong-arm NC State. Um, maybe Virginia, maybe v, Virginia V-Tech, but I can see Virginia V-Tech going to the Big Ten. I can see Boston College, and I can see Syracuse going to the Big Ten. So with that being said, how do we feel about an SEC – with a Clemson, because you get Clemson in Georgia. You, you can get Clemson in Alabama week one. You can get Miami and, you know, Miami and A&M. How do, how do we feel about the, a superpower SEC versus a superpower Big Ten? Who, I, I, how, does it, how, how do you guys want to feel about college football? Talk to me. I hate it. Okay. Um, mostly because, like, for me – I think it's ridiculous to have conferences so, so big that you don't play every conference team every year. Because then when it comes down to it, like, you know, crowning conference champs and playing the conference championship game, all that stuff, like, I'm not a conference championship game fan. Um, you should play every team in your conference every year. Like, and, and it kills the, I get it. It's, it's TV money and that's what drives it. And that's all that matters. And, and they're going to make, you know, they're backing the truck up. They're going to get all the money they want. Um, but it's, to me, it's kind of – I realize I sound like a 90-year-old. Like, it's kind of killing the soul of college football where you have these these rivalries that you get to look forward to every year. Um, and then, you know, you get these big matchups in in, in bowl games um, and in the playoff. Um, I would much rather see them expand the playoff and focus on that than to, to end up with basically two decent conferences and everybody else be in second tier. I'm glad that you – uh, brought up expanding the college football playoffs. Do you know the two commissioners who are opposed 
to expanding the college football. Do you know what conferences they represented? Is it ACC and SEC? No, no, they are all for it. They are all for it. Uh, It was the Pac-12 commissioner and the Big 12 commissioner. Guess whose conferences are in jeopardy of no longer existing? Well, there you go, yeah. It's just that this just goes back to the poor, poor foresight and poor leadership. Uh, maybe their leadership's great, but they just didn't have the, they weren't visionaries of what this was becoming, right? Um, I I actually love it because I think that if you end up getting a super pool of teams, I mean, let's just be honest, there's already a super pool of teams. That's why we yes. have the power five conferences, right? And then of those power five conferences, you have your high performers and your low performers. Um what this what this will in turn do is unfortunately it's going to make the efforts of you know people like Deion Sanders, people like uh, Eddie George. It's going to it's going to kind of damage their efforts, right? Because they were trying. I don't believe to, that. I don't believe that. In the short term, in the short. I don't term. believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe it at all. However, you feel on that the the ability to catch up to these. Well, what what will eventually no longer be the power five conferences trying to catch them and match them that gap is going to widen it's going to to hurt them in the short term in the long term i I mean they're still going to get players but they're not going to be able to schedule that game like right now what people want to see is they want to see Deion sanders schedule a power five you're not going to be able to get they can still get they can still this you get a bottom lower tier performer. We're gonna go to soccer. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. So I, I actually enjoy it because I'm all about competition. I'm all about eh, nobody really wanted to see bad Notre Dame teams on TV, anyways. Nobody really wanted to see, you know, some of these bad matchups in the Pac-12 late night TV. Um I actually I actually enjoy these teams fighting for their lives to try and remain relevant. I think it, like a day after it was reported that USC and UCLA were joining the Big Ten, uh, Washington and Oregon were like, "Hey, we want to come too." And uh, and the Big Ten was like, eh, "We'll let you guys know. <laughs> we'll let you guys know. Not right now." So I think that what that'll do is teams like a Washington or Oregon or maybe a, a Utah or a, you know Big Twelve teams like Baylor, Oklahoma State, they might be looking to make inroads to maybe the sec and so now you have both coasts represented in the biggest because the last thing the one thing that we always complain about on the west coast is west coast bias right we hate that our games are late night we hate that you know the people who we think deserve heisman recognition don't get it because nobody is up watching their games so now if you have oregon traveling to the east coast to play games Number one, it's more like a business. These kids aren't going to school to get education. They're going to play football. Now they're getting the exposure. We're getting those matchups. We're getting those Oregon Alabamas. We're getting those Oregon Floridas, Oregon Georgias. We're going to get those Washington um, Florida games that would make sense on television. So um, I I like it personally. I in another sense, I hate it for my son because he's just not going to be able to play football at any of these big these big programs now because you got to have talent you got to have the look you got to have that it makes everything fight club now and i i i enjoy that aspect of it all right i'm glad you said that but that's why i was going with it i sent p 
um, a Clemson invite, I think Saturday, of course he ignored it, um, a space. <laughs> and I was in there cooking. Um, I'm gonna quote a famous Mob Deep lyric. Survival of the fittest, only the strong survives. And what that means is, as a Clipson fan, every natty that we've won, it has come with scrutiny from SEC fans, right? Even though we beat Alabama, it's just, well, you're French, blah, blah, I want to take all that off the table. I want chaos. I want, listen, I think the way schedules will be set is whoever has the best record at Super Conference will play each other in a championship game. You can still have your piece in your pieces in your schedule where you can play um, a Jackson State or a UNC Charlotte or an App State. I think those cats are going to do them and try their best. To, and I think if we expand the playoffs, they'll yes. have a spot for cat. For because the, the playoffs are going to get expanded. They're going they're to. Going it's to like. There's no scenario where this shit happens and they leave it they, for at all. It's not if they if they expanded it to eight the first time, you wouldn't have this conference dissolved. Exactly. You wouldn't have this. You could because everybody's trying to get in the playoffs. Like I told y'all when I started the podcast, the Pac-10 ain't been in since 2015. Only one team, um, Michigan just got in outside of Ohio State, and they had to go through hell to get there. The ACC. Clemson had to be perfect to get in. The SEC can lose one or two games and still stumble up in there. The SEC has officially had a chokehold on these playoffs, and everybody wants to get in. So if you just expand the playoffs to eight, let who deserves go in and let them go at it. Take some of these bowl games, move them up the week of they have conference championship game, crack your bowl games up that following week, because we can walk and chew gum, have your bowl games that mean something to people, make all the big power uh, bowl games, actually playoff games, everybody eats. Everybody eats. But I want to see, and you know, when we watch the Super Bowl, can we all consist, we already know who the best team in the NFL is when they win the Super Bowl, correct? We all feel confident this is the best team in the NFL, right? <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Because, but at the end of the day, you go through your playoffs, you play your second game elimination. You, you it's one game. Either you came to play or not, correct? Yeah, I mean, it, I think That's we correct. all respect the any given Sunday or in college football, any given Saturday aspect of it. Um, so yeah, or Wednesday but, or Thursday or, or yes <laughs> or Maction Maction Tuesday. That's right. Yeah. So in these college football playoffs, I would know undoubtedly. This is the best team because I get to see them fight. There's no question. I'll give you a prime example. Me and my homeboy had a, had an argument when Clemson, uh, remember LSU team that went through a carving of everybody. My boy said he felt like if Ohio State beat us, they would have beaten that LSU team. I said the LSU team would have buzzsawed Ohio State. Right? Nobody would have known. But but guess what? If you had 18 playoffs, you might could have seen it. Right, I want to know who is the best team pound for pound in college football. That's just me. That that means you let SEC fight with Pac-10. You let everybody just fight, and whoever's left standing 
you know, that is that is the top dog. That that's what I want to see. I mean, I feel like we can still get our robberies. I feel like we can still have our bowl games because at the end of the day, if you look at the ACC, they don't even got damn divisions. It's just you playing these three teams every damn year, and then hey, chuck it up to whoever the hell you want. Call, call somebody out after that. And, and, and I think that's what college football needs to go. And I, I'm excited personally. That's just me. Um, anything else on college football before we move forward? Yeah. Um, I really, uh, I really, I really just blame COVID spurred this on, right? Because COVID was the COVID was the catalyst that had teams jumping divisions or coming about the thought of jumping divisions because Pac-12 wasn't going to play. So teams were like, you know what? If you're not going to play, we're going to go to another conference and play. Um, and I hate their guts. I hate them to infinity because I had to withstand many, many Saturday afternoons of watching their games and I didn't give a fuck who they were at all. But Notre Dame really spurred all of this on by making the move to say we want everything to flow smoothly so we're gonna we're gonna attach ourselves to the acc we're gonna attach ourselves basketball wise to this conference and do things this way they really gave all these teams hope that you can still go get money and jump and all this so shout out to notre dame shout out to brian kelly and them uh back when he was a coach um y'all really spurred this movement on and shout out to covid because you know you're the reason we're here today all right man let's move forward so Last week we recorded on um, my man Riggs do a lot of spicy takes about the NFC West. And I said, why not come to the NFC West? So we're going to go through the NFC West, give our predictions. So again, the format again, uh, give me your thoughts on the team. Give me a record. And I need a hot, I, I need a scorching the earth hot take. Okay. Global warming, climate change. Why is it so damn hot, hot take? Okay. All right, are we ready? Are we prepared? Are we ready? Everybody ready? Let's Absolutely. do it. All right, let's so let I think I think last week Riggins said some wild shit about Seattle. So let's start with the Seattle Seahawks, okay? Um, we all know Russell gone, right? Russell's gone. Um, they got Drew Locke back. I think Drew Locke and Gino gonna go at it. There were rumblings about Baker. I haven't seen any, I don't know why they ain't pulled the trigger. Um, rumblings about Kaepernick. I haven't seen that either. Um, uh, they got Kenneth Walker. They got like a three-headed monster, Kenneth Walker, Rashard Penny, Chris Carson. They got Fant, um, Noah Fant from Denver. Um, Bobby Wagner's gone. Jamal Adams is magically still standing. Um, g- give me, give me you guys' thoughts about this Seattle man. Like, like, like what's going on, man? Is, is it over? <laughs> is Pete Carroll about to get some second wins? Talk, talk to me, fellas. Reggie Bush ain't coming to save him. Okay. Okay. Um, they went 7-10 and 10 last year while outscoring their opponents, which is kind of interesting. Um, but you got markedly worse at the most important position in football. Um, <clears throat> they didn't really get better hardly anywhere. Left tackle, I guess, um, with, with drafting Charles Cross if he pans out. Um, I like Kenneth Walker. I don't know how effective he's going to be just because they're going to be able to load the box. Even, even with DK and Tyler Lockett, like if, if you're a defensive coordinator, are you worried about, you know, Drew Lock lighting you up? I'm not. 
Um, we've kind of seen what he is. Um, I mean, I, they finished last in the division last year. I think it happens again. Um, and I don't know how – I don't know how hot this take is, but um, Pete Carroll might be the first coach fired. Ooh. <laughs> might be. Might be. I don't know. I don't know if they give him leeway because Russ is gone or if they go, listen, man, like I don't know how involved he gets to be in that decision making. But if he was like, no, we'll be fine. We're going to win games. And they go, all right, motherfucker, like you better go win games. And then when they start out, you know, let's, let's look at their schedule. I don't want to. I don't want to get too wild on them and say when they start out. No, no, we already here. We already here now. We can't go back. No, no, I just pull. I don't. Well, yeah, yeah. I, they I got see. the AFC West and the Buccaneers. I know that for a fact. So okay. they got the. Yeah. T- <laughs> okay, so let's see. So they. Oh, so here, they start out with the Broncos. So if Russ beats them already, there's rumblings, right? Then they got San Francisco, L, Atlanta, probably a dub, Detroit. It might be an L. It might be an L. Yeah, I don't know. Detroit, yeah, Detroit's trending in the right direction. New Orleans. All right, so the, the, the start of their schedule is not, not too bad. Then they got Arizona, Chargers, Giants, Arizona again, Tampa Bay. So, so their bye is week 11. So that, that might be his saving grace as far as being the first coach fired just because a lot of times they like to do it on the bye week. If they had like a week six bye, ooh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, man, they're, they're last in the division. It happens again. Um, they're, they're going in the wrong direction. I wait a minute, Pete. Were you, was you the one that said Pete Carroll is the mastermind? Was that you? Yeah, Pete Carroll is the mastermind. Okay, so go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want to hear this one. So I don't necessarily think Pete Carroll gets fired. I do think he retires because he is old as fuck. Um, and I don't think that he wants to rebuild this team. Um, also. I think that their season gets saved. There's no way. Uh, actually, let me just be in full disclosure. I am counting on Pete Carroll to take Baker Mayfield off the table so that the Carolina Panthers do not make a terrible, terrible decision and bring him in. So that's where all of my optimism comes from. I want Seattle to be appealing enough to relieve Carolina of the decision-making, uh, which is going after Baker Mayfield. So I think Baker Mayfield is going to end up in Seattle. I think that um, I personally think that Seattle could be the second best team in the division, right? Because we don't know what the 49ers are going to do with Jimmy G. I've lost all faith in Kyler Murray. Um, I think it's the Rams and then whoever else wants to boss up this season. Um, I do like Kenneth Walker a lot. If you remember in the previous podcast that we had done during the football season, Kenneth Walker was my Heisman selection until they had that terrible, terrible loss uh, to Michigan. Um, I like Kenneth Walker a lot. I think he's enough to save a franchise. I think he can be Marshawn-like. And that that saves their inability to put a franchise quarterback behind a line there. Um, they did draft a couple linemen. So that leads me to believe that they're going to rely heavily on Kenneth Walker. Uh, they took two linemen with their first four picks, I believe. Um, I think I have them finishing second. I think Pete Carroll will walk away from the game at some point, but it won't be because he's getting fired. Um, I have them second, so I have them at nine wins. 
All right. And I guess my hot take is Kenneth Walker will be Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah, that was, okay. that, was, that, was, that, that was pretty spicy. That was, that was, that was, I, I was not prepared for that. Okay. Okay. All right. This is where I'm at with it. I was leaning to, I'm going to combine both of you guys' takes, okay? Because you both kind of hit on what I was thinking, all right? All right. Now, the Ken Walker shit, I didn't see that. That was wild. All right. Now, I think in Pete's mind, he, he is the Beyonce of this group right he is the cisco of this group you know what i mean i i run this all right russ was my backup dancer i found him i drafted him i'm the mastermind of all this shit okay i think pete is going to go into the year going to training camp and even go into the season with drew lock or gino don't know who's winning the job right i think they're, I don't think they're going to win the. I think they're going to start off 0 4 or 0 2. And then I, that is when I think Pete walks up there and jumps all the way out the window for Baker Mayfield. All the way they get, they, the Browns rob them, right? From, from, from desperation. And Baker will allow them to win eight wins. Now, initially, no Baker, I see maybe four. Three wins. I see Pete Carroll going to get Bryce Young or going to get CJ Stroud, right? Um, I think Pete Carroll is going to retire because he's going to see how hard life is without Russell Wilson, right? Um, because you know, he ain't he ain't built for this losing stuff. That ain't him no more, right? If he jumps out the window to get Baker, he's going to be here another year. If he doesn't, he getting the hell out. Um, my hot take is the media is going to start calling Pete Carroll a fraud. He's going to get the fraud label. He's go, they, they're going to uplift Russell because Russell is going to do just enough to make that team float. And they're going to look at Seattle like, yo, you fucked this up. And they're going to tell Pete, they just did. Pete's gonna be watched. Pete, Pete's gonna Pete's gonna get the Matt Rule treatment. Do people That's really give man. Russell Wilson the credit for Seattle's success? They will this year. He will get complete credit for what he will get the respect he deserves when they see that three pack of ass, that four pack of ass. That's a four-one ass that's going to be on the field this year called the Seattle Seahawks. At the end of the day, they don't have defense. Who are they stopping? Seriously, like what did Pete do to fix this defense? You just let Bobby Wagner walk. You got younger. I get you getting younger, but Jesus, like you, you have to damn be competitive, man. You you gotta go, you know, you gotta go find a young stud at Mike. You know, a, a, a corner like Jamal Adams is still there. And he's a liability in coverage. Terrible. Terrible. I got tricked. Um I four wins, maybe three with that with Drew Locke and Gino, eight wins with Baker. That's why I met with. <laughs> okay. That's why I met with. Eight wins. That's it. That you, you, but it's all about it's all how thirsty Pete wants. Pete, Pete's gonna feel that kitchen's gonna get a little hot for Pete. Pete's gonna go in there and risk it all. Uh <laughs> for Baker. I want um, that. I want that. Yeah, get I, Baker I, away from Charlotte. 
Oh man, you know, you know the Panthers can't help themselves. You know the Panthers cannot help themselves. Matter of fact, we're going to do the NFC South next. <laughs> I want to get this out of the way. You know, Matt Rule. You know the Carolina Panthers cannot help them. They, they, they're like the Hornets, man. They, it, I, I, it's like the Carolina Panthers and the Charlotte Hornets. They, they run around like power, like Temperance Tommy, Michael Jordan is ghost. They just run around here just being menaces. Right, this is all they do, man. Who's um, Miles Bridges? <laughs> uh, 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 Tyreek. <laughs> that's what that's what Miles Bridges. Fucking Tyreek, go son. Um, let's let's uh, since P hates the Cardinals, man. Let's go to the Cardinals next, man. Um, I don't feel how the Cardinals got better. I I don't. Um, Kyler isn't. Kyler has not got his bag. You know, which is you know janky to me. They want to get Hollywood Brown. Um, I think this is a make it break it year for Cliff. I think Cliff better figure this shit out this year. He's getting the hell up out of there. He might be the first coach fired. Um, what, what do you guys think about the Niners? I mean, my the fault. Cardinals. The Cardinals, the Cardinals, Cardinals, Cardinals. Go ahead, Cook P. Um, I I happen to live here. And uh, I fucking you hate intel. the West Coast. Let's go. Let's go. You 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 have intel. Talk to me. Well, it's it's not really intel. It's just the the overwhelming sense that the fan base has turned their back on Kyler Murray. Um, okay. Your favorite word, Julius Rock, is fraud. Okay. Kyler Murray has been found to be fraud like. Okay. The Cardinals started what seven and oh, eight and oh last season. And yep. uh and the wheels fell off when your Clemson alumni, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, he went out and got injured. Right. Um, if I'm not mistaken, DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for what? How many the first half of the season? Six, uh, six I games. think. Yeah, six. Uh, Kyler might be in trouble. Okay. Kyler might be in trouble. Um, Kyler's already five foot nine. I don't know how tall Hollywood Brown is, but he's not that tall either. Um, and he's also not a rely. He's proven himself to be unreliable as far as the pass game goes. Am I am I false in stating that? Hollywood Brown is unreliable. I'm gonna just go out and say it. Shout out to Lamar Jackson. You did what you could do. Um, this man dropped so many passes for you. I, I feel. I feel for you, and I would feel for Kyler, except that he has not handled business properly this entire offseason as it pertains to establishing the fact that they are in one of the toughest divisions. I think outside of the AFC West, um, I think hands down everyone would say the AFC West, AFC North, with Deshaun Watson present, and NFC West are the toughest divisions in football. Um, I don't believe in Kyler. They lost, they lost Christian Kurt in free agency. I don't even know who they picked up in free agency. I know I picked up a center. Um, and I guess that that's good for Kyler. Um, I'm not high on, I'm not high on the Cardinals. I actually had them finishing last um, obviously oh, wow. they'll be they'll be in a fight with Seattle and the 49ers, but I think from I look at it from a quarterback perspective, right? The best quarterback in the division 
by default is Matt Stafford, right? And then yes. you can kind of say hey, Kyler, but I'm not a fan of Kyler, so I wouldn't do it. But I guess if I was being honest, Kyler's the second best. Who's the best coach in the NFC West? So the best coach in the NFC West is probably um, the 49ers coach, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Oh, man, Sean McVay's really good, too. That's, uh, that's no, one, I, I think, one A and one B for me. I'm a big I Sean McVay Shanahan. fan. Shanahan. Shanahan's, yeah, you I mean, they're the both Shanahan? exceptional. Shanahan cannot be favorited. He has to be the underdog. Right. Like, if he has expectations, <laughs> folds like a table. Right. So I bring that up to say you don't, your coaching's probably the worst of the entire division in Cliffs Kingsbury. You don't have faith in the quarterback. Not certain what you've done in free agency. Um, yeah, you're finishing last. And I'm going to go ahead and say that's a six win team, the Cardinals this year. And Cliff Kingsbury does get fired. Okay. Ooh. So going from 11 and six to six and 11. That, yeah, that, that'll get a coach fired. Um, I don't think they're going to be that bad. I think they're still a nine or 10 win team, unless there's like, unless Kyler just melts down and decides, you know, like in, in the middle of preseason game three, I don't have a contract yet until I get one. Y'all ain't going to see me. Um, and then they got to rock with Colt McCoy, which will not be a good look. Um, missing D hop obviously is going to hurt them um, for, you know, a third of the season. That's pretty big. Um, I kind of agree with what P said. I don't know where they got necessarily better. Um, but I don't think they really got a whole lot worse anywhere either. Um, their defense is uh, probably because they don't have a lot of huge, like, like big names. Um, their defense was pretty decent last year. Oh, yeah. J.J. Um, Watt's coming back. That's right. Oh, he's, <laughs> oh J.J. JJ Watt is 157 years old. Um, exactly. He, he ain't T.J. Not even, now, he used to be, you know, obviously in that conversation. He's old now. Um that being said, like their linebackers between Isaiah Simmons and Marcus Golden are fast, fast. Um, yes, Buddha Baker is fast. Like they, they're going to be able to do some creative stuff. I think. Um, I think they're probably, like I said, probably a nine, nine or ten win team. Um, probably they're going to they're going to finish second or third in the division again. Um, we'll talk about San Francisco here in a minute. I know. Um, my hot take, let's see. My hot take is that Isaiah Simmons is in the defensive player of the year conversation. Yes, sir. I'm glad great minds think alike. Oh, what is this? Clemson, Clemson? Homer fan. No, yeah. no, 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 Pete. This is not me being a kid. Hey, kick and play. Kick and play. When it I was comes so pissed the Panthers NFL, didn't take him. I do not I, push I, my I Clemson to. agenda. You, you be honest. I don't push my Clemson <laughs> agenda. I, I, I'm, I'm fairly, I'm fairly neutral. I don't. But if Deshaun don't Watson was a South Carolina Gamecock, you'd have some different opinion. You, if Deshaun Watson, well, you're right. I refuse well, to no, say no, no, his no, name. No, no. The first two years he was in the league because he was outstanding. But yeah. Listen, this is my opinion. Okay. I think P is. I think, yeah, I think P has an agenda to act the ground with Kyler. Okay, that's just my honest opinion. Now, I agree. I don't think they got better at all. You know, I think, I think that was. A, I think you could have drafted a wide receiver instead of taking a first rounder for Hollywood Brown. I think that was 
complete negligence on the front office, okay? I, whoever did that should be fired today, okay? Um, I still think Kyler can get it out the mud because you got to think. It just, it just, my thing with Kyler is it's like you get a half a season of good and the other season of what the hell are you doing, Kyler, right? And if they can get a good season of good Kyler until Hopkins get back, then that would hold them in the road to stumble upon a wild card seed, in my opinion. Because I think the NFC, I, I think the, the AFC is just going to be, I'm going to need 10 wins, 11 to get in. And the NFC is just going to be, well, you got nine wins, and you might be the top seed. You, know, you might get a home game. So I think they can stumble their way into a playoff spot now i think they have to win it or cliff getting the hell on i think either i think anything outside of a playoff win or a or a, or a niners run they get cliff the hell up out of here right i um, agree with you i think all the hot boy madness that's going on in college football might entice cliff to go on back yes yes yeah he, he cliff can get a bat I, I think i think that's like cliff and matt rule so that crazy money going around out there in college football, like, oh, oh, y'all got that now? Okay. Um, I my hot take is well, part of it is I think Isaiah Simmons will win defensive player of the year. Cause I think he's just gonna go. That's part one of it. I think he will win defensive player of the year. Right. My second part of if if this thing falls off a cliff, right, and Arizona wins five or six games, Kyler Murray will be traded to. Are we sitting down? I think Everybody I know where you're going. Down? I think I know where you're going. I promise you, the thirsty Panthers is Charlotte will trade. Oh my god! Risk it okay, I was I was Murray. wrong. That is not where I thought you were oh going, and I hope that god. does not happen. The Carolina. I Listen, I promise you, the Carolina Panthers have to play musical chairs at quarterback forever. You think they won't? You you think if it don't work out with Darnold and they are asked this year, you don't think Tepper would take all? You got to think. Watson had 22 allegations, right? And Tepper was willing to give them five, four draft picks and any anybody on this goddamn team you want. So you don't think he'll go look at Kyler? A potential BSP caddy say, "Yo, I want in. Let I, I, I'll give you the money. Come on in here." You don't think he'll do that? You don't think? Where, where did you think I was going? Oh, I thought you were going to say. Um, I thought you were going to say in the division he was going to go to Seattle, which would have been wild. No, 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 no. I, I, no, I think I think I see Carolina Panthers throwing every asset they got, throwing three first rounds for Copper. Just I mean, Tepper. Villages. Yeah, Tepper and quarterbacks is like 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 nasty. Boy, massages like he's gonna yeah no i get it he's gonna do it he's gonna do it he's gonna, and that's gonna melt p down that's, that's, gonna, that's gonna i mean i'm head. i'm trying to find something fcc approved to say right now because i uh, fuck that hell no what? you don't think oh i'd be furious furious get ready to be furious because you i promise you I promise you, if Matt Carell does not take this job, right, from Sam Darnold, right, and Sam Darnold is forced to be the quarterback this whole year, I guarantee you either A, 
they're going to Matt Rule's gone, which I I need at all costs, and that'll bring me back home. B, they're going to they depend on where they land. They will probably be out. You know how the Carolina Panthers do. We're never Carolina Panthers will never be in that sweet spot to get a bad bitch at quarterback. Never going to be in that sweet spot, right? We will this or, season. Or C, they're going to trade somebody. They're going to trade for this grumpy ass quarterback. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So get ready. Um, we 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 good we, we good we good on uh, Arizona. Anything else? I, I do want to add in real quick. Uh, okay. Their first three games are Chiefs at Raiders and Rams. So they come out teams. That, yeah. Well, then they play the Panthers, so they'll probably find there. But uh, yeah, that, is that's that where Tepper teams? falls in love with Kyler at Tepper falls oh, yes. in love with Kyler? Week yes. four. Wow, yes. he really lit us up. <laughs> <laughs> Tepper gets weak in the knees. Gets weak in the knees say, oh, huh. three, three first rounders, huh? Okay. Maybe a fourth. Yeah, they gave yeah, up Chris a, McCaffrey a little a, bit over there. Gave up a second for uh for Darnold, so why not eight firsts? Multiple for, seconds. For Multiple seconds. Multiple seconds. <laughs> Who gets finessed by the Jets, bro? Who gets finessed by the Let me stop. Let me fucking stop. I'm relapsing. I don't fuck with the Panthers no more. Let me stop. Okay. It's still there. It's still there. <laughs> Let me fucking stop. That's the type of shit that, that makes that that pisses me off. When you get multiple second rounders for Sam Darnold. Like, Jesus. Like, who, who was in charge? Who was running this operation? My, I digress. I, I almost relapsed. I almost relapsed. Um, San Francisco 49ers. I get. I got a. I, oh boy, I got. I got. I got a hot take, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna save mine for last. Um, Niners, Jimmy G's. We all agree Jimmy G's going. He's at. He's at the house. He got the house. Um, Niners got to do something with Debo. Um, everybody got to stay healthy. Give me your thoughts on the Niners this season. I have them winning the division. Okay. I have Trey Lance coming out like gangbusters. Uh, you're going to have an angry Debo Samuels playing. Just an angry, angry. Debo Sam not playing for free now. He's not playing for the low ball. I don't see, I don't, I don't think he's playing for that without the, without the loop. I mean, they're going to pay him. They're going to pay him. Okay. I 49ers when healthy are one of the best teams in the league. Uh, regardless of division, I have them as a top five team if they are healthy. Um, I know the Rams are in this division. I think the 49ers are better than the Rams. Um, I and I'm gonna just go ahead and jump the gun. I'm not even going to try and predict the Rams at all because I don't know where they're pulling money from they're printing that shit uh our deficit the reason why real estate is high gas prices are high grocery <laughs> bill is high is because the rams are paying everybody that is why the economy is in a recession right now uh, because we have to subsidize whatever the fucking rams are doing but i digress um I know there's a lot of negative reporting coming out of the 49ers uh, area about Trey Lance not wowing anyone, but let's just be honest. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't wow anyone either. And that was a 
they're a well, consistent Super Bowl playoff team. He welded that porn store. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think all of us would aspire to be Jimmy G like in that regard. Um, I don't think anybody would mind being called Jimmy Garoppolo when we're talking about that particular uh, exercise. However, um, I actually think if the 49ers were to hang on to Jimmy G, that wouldn't be so bad either. But I think Kyle Shanahan's hinted that that relationship's not going to move any further than it has. They're going to be looking to move on from him. So um, just trying to think what was their, what was their draft and what was their free agency? Um, nothing that uh, would, nothing that will wow you. Nothing that would. They got corner. They got a corner from um, the Chiefs, which I didn't like. Um, they got a, They got some corners. I think they got some D line help. I don't. I don't think because I don't think they had a first round because the Trey Lance, the Trey Lance situation. So I, I don't. I think a lot of things are done in the later rounds. But go ahead. So. I don't, I guess 49ers coming in first in division is not that much of a hot take, but I know a lot of people believe in the Rams. Um, my prediction is they're a 12 win team, 11, 12 wins. And well, Trey Lance ain't a rookie, so he can't win offensive rookie, you know, his first year starting. I think Trey Lance. will be a 30 touchdown single digit interception quarterback. Okay. That's my that's my hot take. Okay. Black excellence. Okay. <laughs> go, go ahead, Ray. Right. Now if I say anything negative about Trey Lance, damn it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. He's from South Dakota or North Dakota. He ain't black. Um, <laughs> so I, obviously the the caveat is if they're healthy because they're pretty top heavy because their stars are stars. Um, I I didn't I understood the Trey Lance pick even though because he's 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 kind of one he's he's a, he's a toolsy guy right he's got the look he's got a, a rocket arm he can run um, level of competition obviously in college was a question. Um, you know, coming from the, the same place that, that, that Carson Wentz was at. Um, and Carson Wentz came out looking good, and he's been, you know, mid since. Um, they got the they got weapons. I mean, Debo obviously can play. Um, they drafted a running back. Um, they lost uh, Raheem Mostert. I think losing him is is big. Um, and like looking at their depth chart, like anytime Ray Ray McLeod is next man up, I would get a little nervous, um, especially with with a contract situation like Debo's. Um, taking Danny Gray, I think they want him to be like Debo Light because he's a dude that, that carried the ball some in college. He's and he can he can fly. Um, he's not the the downfield weapon. I don't think that Debo is. Um, obviously, they got Maga Hat Bosa coming off the edge. He can play Fred Warner. Maybe the best middle linebacker in football right now. Um, DBs are solid, and and Shanahan, to to give him his credit, he's he's as creative offensively as anybody in the league 
at, at getting his guys the ball when they need to get the ball, where they need to get the ball. Um, and so I, I think they're they compete for the division. Um, I think they're probably a 10 or 11 win team. Um, if Trey Lance is what they want him to be, I don't think that he is. Um, I think they backslide a little bit. I see them around 500. Um, I think they probably win more games in the second half. They do in the first as he adjusts. Um, if George Kittle is healthy, they'll be okay. Um, but he, you know, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves um, for being a, a top three, top three tight end and number one ugliest man in football. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, that dude is unfortunate. Um, my hot take. My hot take is that a running back is not their rush yards leader. Ooh. It's going to be Trey Lance or it's going to be Debo. Okay. Um, so, all right. You know, y'all been taking my thunder a little bit on a couple of things. Um, I think this whole season is depending upon if Debo get his cheddar. You know, I don't think I don't think Debo plays like the cake. I think he pulls a lady on belt out of cake. Right. And that kind of throws a monkey wrench and everything. Right. Um, I think Trey Lance, this may be my hot take. This is my statement. I think Trey Lance is we're about to see a Russell West, Russell Wilson level of dominance on this division from Trey Lance. Trey Lance is about to be the anti Josh Allen. He's going to be bizarro Josh Allen. Right. Wait, 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 wait a second. Wait he's a second. going to be the he's if 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 uh if um Josh Allen's Professor X <laughs> Trey Lance is gonna be Magneto. He is going to counter everything Josh Allen is doing. Everything he's going to throw the ball, he's going to run for touchdown, he is going to be. Everything that they say, oh, Josh Allen's an unstoppable force, that is going to be Trey Lance. He is going to put on the Russell Wilson masterclass of this division. I'm just, I'm going out, I'm, 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 I'm on the ledge today. He is going to be in the rumblings for top 10 after this season, top five moving forward. That's the top of that's That's where I'm at with Trey Lance. I need it. That's why I met with Trey Lance. This, this, I think Kyle Shanahan, who is a choke artist, Kyle is a choke artist. No, <laughs> just can't, can't handle expectations. And Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, right? But he has his muse. He has his one to say, "Yo, just sit the fuck over there, and shut up. I got this." Right? I think they're winning eleven games this year. They're going to win a playoff game. And they're going to just go on that. I don't know about it. I don't know about a Super Bowl, but they're going to go on that every year. The Seahawks is just consistent. I think that's going to be the nice one. Can I can I say this? Okay. Kyle Shanahan is everything they wanted us to believe Josh McDaniels was. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
everything they tried to sell us on Josh McDaniels, boy genius, offensive wizard, uh, next in line, head coach the Patriots after Belichick. That was Kyle Shanahan. That was Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, I, I went through it. I looked at some things of Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan has an impeccable resume when it comes to court. Uh, if Kyle, if RG3 had trusted the process a little bit more and didn't go a little rogue, like, it would have got scary. You know, he, Matt Ryan has never played the level of football he played with, without Kyle Shanahan. We're talking about never. rookie of the years, MVPs. Yes. Super, yes. Almost Super Bowl runs. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I, I think this right here will get Kyle Shanahan's face back. This right here, because the Super Bowl will get, because he's choked on Super, Super, Super Bowl. He, he's choked for two. So this right here is going to get his face back. I think 11 win Niners. Um, you you just gonna have the match. I think I don't know what they're gonna do with Jimmy G, but eleven win Niners. We are now watching the ascension of Trey Lance over this division. That is my hot take. I like um, everything you said about him being Josh Allen's kryptonite. He's going. He is going to be. He is going to be the one on the other side of of um. You know, like the Civil War was Captain play, Captain America and Tony Stark. He's Tony Stark on the other side. That's going to be Trey Lance. Um, lastly, let's get to the money bag Rams, okay? Um, they, do, they don't care about money, right? Money is not an option to them, and they make me look at all the excuses from organizations about why they can't spend money in cap. I don't be, I don't believe there's a salary cap anymore. I I, I just don't. Um, the Rams when it already have Cooper Cup got Cooper Cup paid, got Aaron Donald paid. When it got Allen Robinson, they still got Tyler Higby. They still got Van Jefferson. They they got Bobby Wagner. You know, um, talk to me. What, 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 like I got a thought, but I'm I'm wait till you guys go. Give me your thoughts on the Rams. I, as I stated previously, I refuse to talk about this team. I don't know where they're getting their money from. First of all, let me, let me say this, because it was an interesting conversation that was spurned. And I, I think I've been consistent on my stance on him for years. Um, Cooper Cup is one of those. Yes, he is. Cooper Cup is one of those. Don't play with his name. He's got the game. Don't, this ain't, this ain't a, the same of Julian Edelman, the same of the same of Wayne Corbett, the same of Wes Welker, Cooper Cup is one of those. Uh, the same of Jordy Nelson situation um, because Cooper Cup was a thousand yard receiver with Jared Goff. So put some respect on my boy's name. Um, there's just talent everywhere. Um, and I, going back to a previous podcast, we were like, the Rams just pick everybody up. They replaced Marcus Peters, who is a is a, a notable name in the secondary. They replaced Marcus Peters with Jalen Ramsey. I don't know how you improve on a Super Bowl winning team. Um, I know winning back-to-back is hard. The only team that's done it in recent memories is the Patriots, if I'm correct, right? Um, yep. 
you can't say enough about their approach to winning. They value it over even money itself. I believe several souls have been sold in order to make their ascension high. I don't have them finishing first, though, because I, I have the 49ers just coming on. Um, I believe in Kyle Shanahan's ability to um, produce offensively more than I believe in, um, as Julius Rock would call him, the fraudster. I think Sean McVay got rid of the fraud tag for at least. Yeah, he's not a fraud. He's, he's not a, he's, Sean McVay's not a fraud anymore. He won the Super Bowl. I have, I have no grievances with Sean McVay. Nothing. He got me. Yeah, uh, and his teams are always competitive. I mean, the, the Rams were kind of like floating around mediocrity last season. They weren't great. They weren't bad, but they weren't giving you the vibes that they were going to go on and and make the run that they did until later on in the season when they finally got it together. And, you know, Matthew Stafford was a big part of that. Um, I – fuck it. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Um, Let's go. I'm going to go there. The 49ers are going to be the lone, standalone top team in the NFC West. The Rams are going to be mired in mediocrity. They're going from first to worst. I haven't finished in the last. They're going to scrub out <laughs> with the Cardinals. I got to do it. I got to hot take it. They're going to scrub out with the Cardinals. Um you're not going to bring Odell Beckham back. He's a free agent. Um, what if they do? They're not. They pay what Cooper if they do? Cup. Listen, can we can we just say Odell's going to be for the cheap seat. Odell's going to be for the cheap seat. No, I was going to go on a contrary. Prior to the injury, Odell Beckham Jr. was on his way to being the MVP of that game. Okay, that's true. Prior to his injury, Odell Beckham Jr. If Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't get injured, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase not even close to being in that game. They are yes. getting boat raced if Odell Beckham Jr. does not go down. So Odell Beckham can point to that and say, when I went down, I was the best player in the game at the top of the game. You're talking about a game with Aaron Donald. You're talking about a game with Joe Burrow. You're talking about a game with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. He was the best player on the field out of all of them. He's going to get a bag on a contender next year. They're not bringing Odell Beckham back. He ain't got um, a bag yet. Matthew Stat. Well, they're waiting for the they're waiting for the rehab. Oh everything. man, Odell's they're waiting for Cam. a one year deal, man. Listen, and that one year deal is going to be on some on some Darrell Revis type mercenary. Okay. Shit. okay. Um, I just it's hard to repeat. And that's really what I'm going off. I'm not saying that they're going to get they're going to be worse or whatever. Well, they are going to be worse, but I'm not saying it's because they're going to just forget how to play football. It's hard to go back to back. It's hard to do it. Aaron Donald didn't even really know if he wanted to come back. So, um, yeah, I, I see him going from first to worst. Um, that's my hot take. I got him. I got him seven, eight wins. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, go ahead, Rick. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, buddy. Yeah, that's... Well, I mean, they got to play the AFC West. So th yeah, their schedule is brutal. Um, Bills, obviously Cardinals twice, Niners twice, Dallas, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, Raiders, Packers, Broncos, Chargers. Yeah, I mean, their schedule's rough. Um, 
I don't think they win more games than they did last year. Um, I mean, winning 12 is hard to do any year, and their schedule's brutal. Um, but I think I think they still win the division. That or – yeah, I mean, I think they win the division. Um, but it's not – it comes down to – I think – is it week 17? No. When do they play? Both their game – their second game against the Cardinals is week 10. So, we'll – I think by week 10, we know who the division winner is. Um, yes. Because, the, I mean, it's going to be one of those two. Um, what's in their second game against the Niners is the is week eight. So, I mean, that's, that's a brutal start. Um, adding Bobby Wagner, huge. Um, especially because a, a dude like that, like if you get to play behind Aaron Donald – I mean, you just get to run around free and just thump people. Um, and then, too, you don't you – know, and Wagner's decent in, in pass coverage, and he's got guys like like Ramsey and Rapp behind him. Um, underrated, I think, having to replace Andrew Whitworth, even though he was 97 years old, um, that's going to be tough. They got um, Joe Noteboom, who has been in the league a couple years but never been a starter, um, to my knowledge. Um, if they if now if they do bring back Odell between him, uh, Cup and Allen Robinson, yo, that's that's a solid receiving core. And Van Jefferson shows some flashes. He's young, but he, yeah. uh, he's 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 got the potential. Um, yeah, Cup is that dude. Um, I mean, he's the guy that he's he's two he's two steps into his route, and he can probably tell you, like he's two steps in, and he can tell you what coverage they're in. That's how good he is. Um, because he just, man, he just finds ways to get open. It's so impressive what he does because his, his physical traits are not anything that jumps off the page. Um, he's, he's a completely middle of the road receiver as far as, you know, speed size, all this kind of stuff. Now he don't drop much. Um, but that, yeah, that dude is just so impressed. He, he earned every dollar he got. Um, yeah, they win the division. Uh, I don't, I don't, I guess my hot take is my hot take is is that they repeat because that that is like P said that's hard to do, um, very hard, especially with a schedule like theirs. They're going to get beat up, um, but I, I don't. I mean, I don't have another hot take unless unless it was something wild like Cooper Cup doesn't lead them in receiving yards, but he will. Like that's you know, it, it, hell, he could get hurt in week ten and probably still lead them in receiving yards. Um, that dude can play. I'm not going to say white excellence. But I mean, for a receiver, you know. No, no don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. No. <laughs> now, if he was a corner, we might have to talk about it. But now, there's been a couple white boys receivers that can play for a little bit. But he's, you're right, he's not mentioned in the 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 Edel, the Edelman, Jordy Nelson, all those dudes. Like, now nah, this this guy's different. Um, although, can you imagine if he played with like, not to shit on Stafford because Stafford's pretty good, but can you imagine if he played for a guy like? With like Rogers or oh yeah, 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 buddy, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they repeat. They probably win eleven games. Um, and Sean McVay, Sean McVay is another one, man. He he's so impressive to me. You, you've seen the interviews with him where he'll base they'll they'll give him a scenario for some random game and he tells you what play got called and what the result was. Like, dude, just has everything that ever happened memorized. It's he, dude, he's he's super super impressive to me. Um. I think he does a great job, like, 
finding ways again, kind of like kind of like Shanahan does. And I think Shanahan's a better play caller. Um, but just finding ways to get those dudes in, in position to be successful. Um, so and obviously they don't have too many rookies to deal with because fuck them picks. Um, yeah, man, they're gonna do it again. Riggins, you're a football coach, so I wanted to kind of get your insight on this. Um, okay. You got you got guys, I believe Sean McVay is an extremely disciplined play caller, extremely disciplined coach. What I mean by that is he probably has a play sheet and he probably sticks to the rules when it comes to his play sheet. Like if we're in on the plus side of the field uh, with these conditions, we're going to go with this play call, this formation, and out of that probably have like six or seven play calls he can make. Okay. Whereas I think Shanahan is more of a field guy. I don't think he goes into a game with the play sheet. And I think that's kind of where his collapse has come from. Um, I don't know. Kind of, kind of give me your insight on that. Where you believe is better, the Sean McVay approach because he's closed the deal, and I think that lends itself to his ability to recall plays. Because if you give him a scenario, he'll he'll say, "Okay, that's a scenario. This is what I would have normally done, and this is what I went with." And he's disciplined in that manner. Whereas Kyle Shanahan will be like, "Uh." our matchup is looking really good and my guy told me he can win it. So we're going to go with my guy and we're going to call his matchup. Uh, that's that's kind of how I view. That's a great people. question. Um, I've never thought about it that way. That's, I love that. Um, yeah, I think that's that, you know what, I, I think that's probably a, a relatively fair take. Um, Cause I've been guilty too. Sometimes like, you know, when your guy says like, you know, like this looks good, this looks good, this looks good. And sometimes it does, but a lot of times, like, you know, with, obviously this is different with professionals versus, you know, high school kids. Sometimes, like, high school kids, like, I can win this. And I'm, you know, I've seen the and film. And they're just like, saying it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> like, like, I'm not going to tell them that, but in my head, I'm like, yeah, man, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. And I'm not calling that. Like, because I'm like, dude, you meant like, you know, some receiver who's just been blanketed by their best corner all night. He's like, oh, I can win on the fade. Okay. Um, and so, so, I think that's a pretty fair way to put it because um, obviously all the NFL guys, they game plan. Um, but there's a difference too, between they all have their plan going in and then mm-hmm. the, the whole, you know, the Mike Tyson, everybody has a plan thing. They also plan for like, they know, like they know what adjustments are probably going to look like. So basically what's our adjustment to their adjustment kind of thing. Um, Cause like I've seen clips too. I mean, you see these guys where they, they'll have, they'll run a play and they'll see something and you know, it's the first quarter and they go, we're coming back to that, but they don't do it until the fourth. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. like NFL got like, uh, I heard a story one time they were talking about Andy Reed and basically his assistants had to convince him it's okay to run the same play more than once in a game, <laughs> you know, which, which for me as a high school guy is wild because the hell, if we, if we pop 12 on a run, I'll call it right then and there, like do it again. We'll, we'll run it till you stop it. Um, Whereas these guys, you know, like in the NFL, you can't do that because if you try to run the same play back to back, it's probably going the other way. Um, so they, I, I think McVay, maybe he is a little more formulaic as far as like he knows what the adjustments will be and the adjustment to the adjustment as far as like having all mm-hmm. that down. Um, but the, there, there's always going to be a little bit of feel to it. But yeah, if, if you try to go just purely by feel, um, I think you're doing yourself a disservice because there's probably information that you had available to you that you're not using in the decision-making. So that, that could be, you know, that could come down to where your 28 and three is. Um, 
That's a great question. All right. I guess I got to get my, my intake. All right. I don't know how to follow up off of what you guys said. Um, so I'm going to just, I preference everything I'm about to say based on the fact that the Rams are healthy in December. Okay. So I feel like I'm going to get held accountable for this, but I'm prefacing all of this based on if the Rams are healthy in December. So, um, this team has gotten better, especially on the defense by getting Bobby Wagner, right? This is going to come down to Stafford being consistent because, you know, Stafford will give the ball away like a gift and Cooper Cup not getting hurt. Cooper Cup cannot get hurt at all. Not one bit. He has to, if he gets hurt, he's got to get hurt early and then go from there. Okay. Um, my next statement now, it's my hot take. I think the Rams are big steppers. And I think the Rams are talented enough to get, as long as Cooper Cup healthy, because have you seen the Super Bowl? They can get by with Matthew Stafford playing like shit. I got the Rams winning 14 games. I have the Rams being 14 and three. I have the Rams having the best record in football. I have the Rams not making, I have the Rams not making the dance of I think, I, I think this team is just, I think somebody's just going to catch them slip. You know, anytime you got a good record, you get caught slip. I can see the Rams losing the Super Bowl. I can see them making it. I don't see them with a Super Bowl, but I see 14, even 15 wins this year because they just too talented. At the end of the day, talent wins. You got Donald. Donald is always going to show up. Jalen Ramsey is always going to show up. Bobby Wagner, this is the most talent he's been around since the Legion of Boom. He's going to go at shit. I think Allen Robinson is going to have a more pep in his step because he had an opportunity to go to the playoffs. I think they've surrounded themselves by starving dogs that's going to make everybody get their shit together. And I think 14 or 15 wins. I think they're maybe, maybe lose one game in the division. That may be the Niners. But they ain't losing no games like that. Even how brutal the schedule is. At the end of the day, you got talent. 14. 15 win Rams, the Rams will lose the Super Bowl. That is my hot take. That, that is my prediction. Thoughts? You got a lot of faith in the Rams. I got faith in the talent. And I have faith that whatever, as you seen last year, whatever the liability is, they will go fix. We could rush the pass, we go pass, we'll get Von Miller. We need another target, we go get Odell. Whatever, they will do whatever the hell it takes to get back to the dance, to get back to VIP. And I think their front office is willing to do anything, no matter what happens. To what I'm saying is the American people want the gas prices to go back down. They're not going to be able to do this for much longer. There's yes. no way that they can sustain what they've been doing in free agency. Now, drafting, because they've been strong in drafting as well. They've drafted a lot of their talent. Um, 
But I mean, you're talking about heavy positions. You're talking about, you're talking about you paid a quarterback to come. You paid a wide receiver to come. You you just paid defensive lineman, linebacker to come. Those are the heaviest positions, corners. Mm -hmm. You've paid mm -hmm. every high ticket, high value position. You've already mm -hmm. paid. Mm -hmm. What's left? If whatever the weakness is, left tackle, they will address it. <laughs> if, if it's left tackle, they will go out there and find somebody disgruntled and they will go trade for them. They will take the 2031st rounder and they will send that bad boy down there and they will go get him. They do not care about the now. They did, I mean, about the future. They care about the now. I got to get my raise now. And honestly, I admire it. You know why? Because I, as a former Panther fan, has sat by like a kid waiting for the daddy to re return to the store for milk. And it ain't never happened. I've been looking for that 2015 high for so long, and I've never found it again. I want that. <laughs> I want this aggressive win by any means, fuck the future type of front office movement. Because I've seen, I didn't think it could exist until I seen the Rams do it and win. So I think they're going to do it again in 14, 15 damn wins, eating good, eating good in the neighborhood over there. That's what I think the Rams are going to do. That's me. Was my take hot enough? Was my take hot enough, or, or do I have to take it up a notch? I think fourteen and three is pretty hot. Yeah, with that with that schedule, it's just hard to do. Yeah, that's pretty spicy. Talk, talk to me, Pete. Fourteen. Am, am I bugging, Pete? I mean, it's wrong, but I mean that's what these <laughs> hot takes are for. Yeah, none of, none of these are going to hold up. By the way, I had a hot take about Josh Allen. He's going to come through. So so much faith. <laughs> ninety touchdown, ninety touchdown, zero interception. Um, next week, do y'all want to do um the in, the NFC, the NFC South? South. We got to get it out the way. Or the AFC North. Let's just get the NFC South out the way. NFC South. Okay. So next week we will come oh, back now. to the, 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 the NFC South. A lot of emotions will take place in that podcast. A lot of mental health, will, a lot of trauma will be brought back up through the Carolina Panthers. That's right. A lot of trauma, a lot, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of tears, a lot of. So some of us have not recovered from 2015 Super Bowl. Some of us have not. Some of us <laughs> were just drinking, drinking the pain away. For, for, some of us for, are okay with being in abusive relationships. Yeah, it's 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 my fault that they hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if I do this differently, maybe that's right. Some of some of us have gotten out of it, got out of their teams, and are staying away from that, and have grown and looking at the others to spring yourself. Get away. No, Matt Rule just keeps asking, "Baby, why you make me hit you?" And I just keep apologizing. Yeah, you know, I actually left for a little bit, and then you know, I saw they were taking classes. You know, they had some very uh, uplifting social media posts. It made me believe that there was there was a chance. So you know, I decided to come back for better or for worse. Quitters never win. You know what I'm saying? Oh Lord, man. Um, like I said, next week, man, we're gonna do the NFC South. Um, or maybe maybe might maybe even this. Well, so right, yeah, sometimes this we do NFC South. Um, appreciate y'all for listening to us. Peace.